1: <laughs> All right,
2: it's a Friday. What about? oh <laughs> come on, come on, boy! There was a lot of people's brackets that already were damaged oh, that yeah. last night went up in flames. <laughs> I'm just a- and then Arizona turned around and just totally killed everybody. Oh yeah! I mean, seriously, how many people had St. Pete in the Sweet 16? Who's Nobody. got a name for a school from? That you think comes from Florida, and then you find out they're from New Jersey. Exactly. You I know? lived in St. Pete, Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's where I thought they were from. I never even heard of them Dave, before. I tell
3: you who's got them in their bracket. It's yeah. those guys that do the contrarian
2: bracket. Oh, the yeah. The ones
3: they go, okay, I think it's with this guy, but I'm going to choose the opposite.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people do that. Yeah. And So uh, right now, in the uh, looking at the names for the. Uh, the, the final four, we've got to play Duke, okay? Duke right, right. Saturday. That would be a tough game. And not just because they, they they have some great players, but because they have maybe one of the best basketball collegiate coaches ever in Coach K. Who's that? Coach K. K? Yeah, you know, Kraszewski. And who would he learned from? Bobby Knight. Did you guys know that? did you know, know the, the guy who chairs hey i love bobby knight man you ask anybody from indiana that's an iu fan which i am i still love knight i really really do i love the guy and i know a lot of people hate him and that's good because a lot of people do hate you when you're a winner <laughs> that's, just, that's just kind of the right. that's kind of, enemies, that's kind of way it goes you know what i'm saying and Uh-oh. Maybe some of the the luck of night is running rubbing off on this Razorback team. Oh man! You it know was it was, such a you I know who's the coach? My chair. You know the coach, right? Oh, on yeah. the on on the Hogs. Oh yeah. Who? Keith Smart. Oh. Keith Smart sunk the shot that beat Syracuse for the national title. I did not back know in that. Then, what '84. Oh, I gotta look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the shot. Oh. Unbelievable shot! I should see if I can't get Coach Smart on. Oh, that would be cool. just have him come on and talk about it and ask him if you think is he is he like the, the Aladdin's lamp for for the Razorbacks this year? Did they rub? Did they rub his bald head? You know, yeah. before they yeah. go out on the court? No. Here's what I think. I think they are a good team. I think Musselman is a good coach, and uh, he fed into this whole thing that they didn't have a chance last night. Oh, he did, and 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 convinced them to go out and play hard, and they exactly and they're right. playing hard now. They're play, oh, yeah. they're a tough, tough defensive team. Yes, that's something you don't think about about Arkansas no, when you held, think about.
3: Yeah, they held Gonzaga basketball. sixty-eight
2: points. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yes. what was the final score?
2: Seventy-four, uh, sixty-eight. 68 That's and, a real win. Yeah. Well, the big part of it was. They made your free throws. Mm. When you get to oh, the, the end of those games, you got to make the free throws, oh, brother. Man. And uh, was it Skies or whatever his name is? That little the kid? shortest yeah, guy yeah, a little kid. in the I've tournament. Seen I've seen him drive the, the basket. Guy literally, guy in the tournament. literally drive the basket and I go five, under seven, the arm. And they're
3: squeezing an inch in there. <laughs> really? I yeah. Think he's five, he, really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's. He's like a, No, he's a fantastic. He's like player. Bugs was, you little <laughs> yeah. guy. Little guy, but, little he, guy, but, but he he's good. He stands
3: next to the other players. Yeah,
2: he don't even look he like he He don't look like he's at puberty yet.
3: Oh
1: man. So but he's a very good player? Yes. What position does he oh, play? Oh man. Uh,
2: he's a guard. Yeah. 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 Well, he ain't power four, let me tell you. <laughs> right. <And> still,
1: <laughs> but it, you know, it, it goes to this point <laughs> that merit is the driving force. In athletics. That's right. Right? We, we talk about this in academia. Well, you need to let in the people that look this way look, look this way. How about merit? But when it comes to athletics, including collegiate, merit. So you say, well, football. For the,
2: for the most know. part. I mean, you get into uh, the draft for the NBA or you get into the draft for the NFL. <laughs> I can tell you right now, and even for Major League Baseball, there are certain things that they look for, oh, and yeah. if you don't hit it, you're not even going to get a sniff. That's right. a different
1: point. The point is, how do you measure merit? And sometimes we get it wrong. Oh right? yeah. Oh well, we need to hire a tall guy for basketball. Yeah. Usually correct. This instance wrong. That's the point. You have Bugsy
2: to- Malone. Let me let's talk about Bugsy when he played for Atlanta. He was a. I don't I'm even gonna, know. Was not, he? Was he? I tall? picture him. Is he taller than Peter Dinklage? <laughs> <laughs> You're Just saying, yeah. uh, yes. he was short man yes. he was short huh. but he could dunk the basketball too
1: oh that's oh, he, amazing yeah who's the guy from new york who was a a shorter basketball
2: player the chinese guy
1: is that it what's his name again i
2: don't i don't remember what okay. his name was but yeah. yeah i mean seriously usually the only chinese players that you ever hear in the NBA, are like over seven foot tall. Yeah, mm-hmm. tall and lanky. Yeah. Well,
1: most players are are uh, well in the high sixes at least, right?
2: All right. So here's my question for you, Chris. The other big guy they got for Gonzaga not not Timmy, but the other guy on Gonzaga's team. Yeah, that looks like a. Th- if he turned sideways and he had a red stripe on his uniform, you think he's a thermometer?
1: Um, <laughs> you know, Chris has so many which, degrees. We call him a thermometer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what's what's his what's his name? I
1: can't do not know.
2: When you he, said Paul he, and
1: lanky, I was thinking about yeah, the he's, freshman on. Well, he's the not he's
2: not even lanky. He's just plain razor thin. He's
1: like the fish when he comes head on, you can't see it. You go only when he turns. <laughs> right. Yeah, right? they
2: they really need uh, that that kid. He'll be in the the weight room. Oh yeah, they'll be From now up. until yeah. they'll next up. year they'll put twenty or twenty five well, pounds on them if they can. The
3: the uh the cafeteria that the athletes have, they got a separate cafeteria up at U of A.
2: Oh, do they? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. They got three
3: different lines. I, if you're trying I, to beef up, you eat here. Yeah. If you're trying to maintain, this is your aisle. If you're trying to lose weight, they put you over on the third
2: on the third. Yeah, that's that's line. the one that's got all lettuce and tomatoes and stuff. Oh man, I, we, yeah, we had was... a
1: separate line, a separate cafeteria, rather, for and no sports dressing. When I when I was in <laughs> yeah, college, yeah. Oh. And no dressing, and and I was on a sports team. But the only difference was when you went to the normal cafeteria, they portioned out, and if you wanted more, you literally had to get back on the end of the line. Uh, this place, you just put your plate out, and you tell them oh, when this to is stop. Primo.
2: The, the, oh, the, the athletic that, well, team. when I the played difference. baseball, I had yeah. a partial. Baseball was not a really strong uh, scholarship sport when I went to college. So uh, they gave you things like, "We'll pay for your books." Yeah, right. We'll feed you, <laughs> right. and well, you get and on. you get to live with the other ath- athletes in the dorm, right? And and it was, uh, yeah, that's the way it was for us when right. we went and ate. You
1: know where I went to college? Do you remember yeah, where you I went, went to, to college? Penn. Right. You know what that's famous for in sports
2: today. Yeah, you got a, <laughs> a guy that acts like a woman or thinks he's a woman.
1: Uh, the, the sport that I played, I came from a lower middle class neighborhood, but it was odd. We had a fencing team of all things. So when I went to Penn. That's cool. I, yeah, I was on the fencing team. And uh, guess what we had? We had a men's fencing team and we had a woman's fencing team.
2: <laughs> nice we really did and men and men didn't fence on the women's team no <laughs> now by the way
1: several of the women fencers could whoop my butt but that's just because i wasn't that good yeah uh, right uh but no there were separate fencing teams
2: so uh, do the fencing teams have like do they do they have like a march madness no no you, you guys don't have a big deal like that no
1: you have uh it's ncaa yeah uh, and penn was Highly ranked uh, NCAA fencing team, but no, there's not there's no sort of round robin. I thought it.
2: you would have played lacrosse. I like lacrosse. I like lacrosse I too. Think lacrosse is we a didn't great, have that at my, my high school. Yeah, we,
3: know, we didn't have. Funny it. about that, Dave. I didn't know. I didn't know what that was when I went off to the Air Force Academy. Oh Colorado, no, no, I, no, I, no. Seriously, it, Arkansas didn't. What, yeah. I was not, like, what is that? What, what are you doing? Yeah. With net with a stick
2: i was like let me try that you yeah hit, and you, you can hit, hit the other with? person with a stick man i want to play that game you know that's a native american game no is kidding. that right i yes. didn't know that and but they played it for keeps oh they man. played it you, if out. you lived you won basically and they didn't play on a small um, on a small field they played mm. uh, like for miles oh wow they would run well
3: they've they've got one here now it's just a you know a sports club that they put together
2: i saw i see some signs there. i like i like the lacrosse i think lacrosse that's a it's pretty much a manly sport oh it's cool now I Are know. you
1: saying fencing's not a manly sport? No, I'm not with saying all that. Ganky I'm weapons saying and that. I, stuff? But
2: I would have, I would have figured <laughs> that your name would be, you know, something like uh, Pierre Steinbach.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, they put the name on the back. Uh, uh, mine didn't have Steinbach written across in the back, but often you put the name on the back of the, the jacket. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, they didn't do that for you guys, huh?
1: No. Are really
2: interchangeable? With...
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> didn't have a lot of money for the fencing That's team, right. so they kept the same uniforms year in and year That's end. Exactly. That's right. kind of the way baseball was at times. It really, it really was. It you should have seen it in high school. Not that way anymore.
1: I went to. So I really went to a lower middle class high school, a working class high school, and so we they didn't couldn't afford anything. They gave us gloves because you got to wear a glove in fencing. It had no palm. There was nothing in the glove. My mother had to sew a piece of cloth inside my glove so that it was actually a glove. <laughs>
2: That's funny. That's funny. So did you ever want to take the tip off of your your saber? We're we and...
1: still talking about fencing?
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. asking a friend, um... you a You wanted to just run the other person through?
1: Uh, I fenced with the foil. There are three weapons, foil, separate, saber, and epee. Um, did I ever want to take the uh, the tip off? Um, uh, there were some times in which you were uh, a little more animated than others, but it was usually against the referee, not against uh, the other uh, side. Uh, there was one guy I, f- I fenced when I went into DC. I uh, fenced a little bit, and there was a guy who, that I fenced against once in a competition. I started competing, um, and he was just a real jerk. Um, and I almost and he was better than I was. Yeah, but that doesn't entitle you to be a jerk. He's a trash
2: talker. I do not like trash trash talking.
1: He got up there and he was jumping up and down. And he said, look, I'm going to do this because it confuses the other side. It didn't confuse me. He was just faster than I was. Yeah. Uh, And I almost, and what I should have done was just walk away and and forfeit. Okay. You want a fence like that? I forfeit.
2: But I didn't. All right. We got to get a break in. Then we'll come back to talk about. Stuff that's not as important as the hogs winning, like what Biden is doing at the NATO <laughs> meeting. Uh, we'll talk about that. Of course, Robert Steinbach is here. He is a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone, and not necessarily those of the school of law or the university to which it's attached. And then Chris Corbett is here. He's from Conway. He's a practicing attorney, which also Robert is. And uh, we'll come back and hear what they have to say about some of the issues that are going on here in the country. 7.30, don't forget, we'll be talking to Congressman Hill. He's joining us today uh, instead of on Wednesday because he had some different meetings that he was doing, so we wanted to get him on this week, and he'll be on at 7.35. But right now, I need to remind you about David Lucas and tell you David Lucas is going to teach you how to buy silver and gold, which is... Different than buying stocks and bonds. You know, I saw a commercial just before I left today on Fox saying that we'll sell you an ounce of gold for $1,923. Oof. Yo. That's the that's real deal when you hear that. $1,923. And uh, so you, you want to make sure that you buy what you need, but you don't want to buy more than you need to uh, you know, protect your nest egg because silver and gold, precious metals can do that for you. They can uh, help uh, protect your assets, the IRA 401k. But you need to call David Lucas Financial, 501-222-3315. And uh, David's a great guy. You're going to love him. Uh, you'll love the people that work for him because they are like clones of him because that's the people that he hires. And they work with uh, one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. So learn more about buying silver and gold. Call 501-222-3315. Let me give you the number one more time. 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through the David Lucas Financial uh, an Arkansas Registered Investment uh advisor all right back with you here on the dave ellswick show by the way real quickly i always tell you movies to go see go ahead and see the lost island or lost city it's pretty good uh new sandra bullock movie it's her first rom-com in a long time the rom-com yeah yeah it's a a long time since she's done a a comedy like this and uh you know, she's uh, got Tatum in it, and she's got uh, – Brad Pitt is hilarious in it. Uh, he, he's Yeah, Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know he, he was in that. Yeah, That's a big actor. He's really good. He's a, right. He
1: has a main part in it?
2: Yeah, It's got uh, – what's his name that was in Harry Potter? Radcliffe, too. Is that right? Yeah. What, wow. When, when you put, said Ron
3: he, Com with Sandra Bullock, I was thinking about the one with Ryan Reynolds
2: when they go to uh, Alaska. Alaska. Oh, yeah.
3: That's a. I I love that movie. Yeah. It's fantastic.
2: Now I'm going to say something, and and people are going to think that I'm being, I'm being, I don't know what mean. Yeah, mean. I hear it coming. I know what you're going to say. You tell
1: me off the air. It's very
2: obvious. I mean, she didn't like her nose. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she had she had a rhinoplasty. Oh and uh I, I
1: thought we have some of those in the legislature don't <laughs> we have some rhino no, no, uh, did i mix that no, up
2: that's that's I'm confused that's missing plasty uh, rhino it's just anyway, rhino yeah she's a gorgeous lady she she decided to yeah but see that's the problem uh, you know i think that sometimes they're they're pretty and yeah. they think they can be prettier oh and and she's had some work done you can tell like right off the bat on on When you look at her in close-ups, I could not ignore her upper lip. No kidding. They did some work. I don't know if it was, they plumped her lips or whatever it was. And I thought I was being just small, all right? I'm a typical guy, Dave, come (laughs) on, you know, leave her alone. And then my wife started talking about it no kidding yeah and i said uh-oh so it's just she's gotten older and she had a little work done yeah she, she did tell, huh? yeah she did and you can tell it, what it, do you give the shows. movie on a, one to I, eight, out of, one of the, 10 out of out of eight? a, a, ten, seven and a half. Ooh, seven and a half. really yeah yeah it's got its moments yeah but it's got a lot of non-moments you know what i'm saying
3: yeah well i gotta go see that one now and i still haven't seen x and I no still haven't you, seen that, Mad that's
2: Man. that's if you like slasher movies You'll like it because that's all it is. It's it's a salute to Texas Chainsaw Gang massacre and all of that kind of crap. Oh, man. yeah. So, yeah, Friday the thirteenth, Halloween, you name you name movies where the blood flows. Yeah, you know it's slasher movies that they would they shall always say there will be blood. <laughs> <laughs> just, just no. That's, that's just another, way good, there. That's another that's a, good movie. Yeah, it was. That
3: movie was intense
2: because I love that guy. Oh man! Yeah, you know, I, I, I really like that movie. Yeah. Just like I like Michael Douglas. In a lot of the movies that he's done, one of my top, you know, when ten he played Gecko, when he played Gecko in Wall Street, and, he was great.
3: Yeah, and then when uh, in the game,
2: yeah, the game, game is another great. Oh, one. I love that. Movie. That was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, that was cool. another fun movie. And, uh, and of course, what was it? Uh, Fatal Attraction. You know, I will
1: not be ignored, Dave.
2: <laughs>
1: I, will <laughs> I will not, not be, be
2: ignored. ignored. That's scary. exactly right. That was a good movie too. Oh man, I could. So yeah, I can you see had to shot in the chest in you, the bathtub right now. You look at rabbits in a whole different way. Oh, <laughs> Chris, man! I, 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 I know. I
1: do not know the answer to this question, but what? I know the answer to your question. What you've eaten rabbit? <laughs> yeah, so I've,
2: I've eaten rabbit. You rabbit? Yeah, Rabbit's, Rabbits good. Do. I know you. I've yeah. eaten squirrel. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, I, I, I know you grew up under a, a barn, okay? <laughs> but this guy, this guy, if it walks, <laughs> if it walks, he's eating it. Well, there's well, nothing okay,
2: wrong just with that.
3: Take
1: the hair off of it first. <laughs> yeah, I like. Well, you use a shaver, right?
2: Are they? Is anybody having a wild game? You know, buffet going on I don't here. Know. Lot. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing about five years ago, yeah. having the wild game things where you yeah. go out and they'd have elk yeah. and, sure, and they've up, had yeah. bear and I got you know, a freezer like full of
3: elk What's and I got to come couple. Yeah, you were supposed
2: to be bringing me a steak, an oh, elk steak. Man. You tell me those are so. Dave, everybody tells me so elk good. is so good. It's, it's the best meat I've ever had. It's really,
1: it's the best it's meat I've ever had. Doesn't taste, it. doesn't taste. Doesn't taste. Not at all. Not at
3: all. It it makes it it really makes deer suffer bad by comparison. Really, oh man, it's a
2: yeah. So if you had to choose like between per- elk and venison, you'd go with oh, elk.
3: Uh, elk ten times over. I
2: hear that that same same way with moose.
3: I, I, I've i never had moose, and I want to do it. I want to, I, want to, I want to cut off a steak off his butt and throw it right <laughs> in an iron skillet Yeah, with some salt and pepper. As soon
2: as you stick the knife in, he'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Those are some big. Uh, elk is they're big, amazing. but a moose they, the is huge. Crazy, yeah, they're huge. They are huge animals, and they walk around freely wherever they want to in Alaska. Oh, yeah, man. They, oh, yeah, good you, for them. Yeah, you try to tell them, get back in the woods over there. And then they gore you and they leave you bleeding in the, in the dirt. Yeah. Uh,
3: uh, I, I was in the valley one time. it's Okay, quite, keep okay, your story. Yeah.
2: All right, keep your story. We're going to come back after the news. We got to get that. Uh, the big news story today, uh, the president says we're going we're gonna to ship liquefied natural gas to Europe. About time. We'll talk about it when we get back. All right, PI Roofing, they'll do your roof. They'll do it the way it's supposed to be done, professionally, quickly. They'll clean up after themselves. You won't have to worry about any leaks because, they. number one, they give you an extra warranty. You know, you get 25-year warranty on the, uh, the roof itself, on how long it lasts. Then you get a 10-year warranty that it will never leak for 10 years. You don't have to worry about one drop of H2O making its way into your home. And uh, they do it, and they do it well. I, I love those guys. I, I, Joel Johnson's uh, firm is the only firm that I allow walk on my roof. I've owned my home for 18 years in Cabot, and they're the only people who have touched it. They've put two roofs on my house because I've gone through two big hailstorms, and they took care of it. But i got to tell you, I knew I needed a new roof here this last time. And I kept praying for hail. No kidding. Because you get hail, and the the insurance company says, get "Okay, just put roof. a new roof on his house."
1: Just so you know, you're not supposed to get a brand new roof if it's if it's already degraded. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs>
2: not not supposed to. Right. But it was such that depends on the it, law. It beat up. It be, <laughs> hey, the hail beat up the the roof really bad. It beat up even my uh, uh, my Leaf Guard gutters. They oh, had dings de- the de- all over them. I've litigated a bunch of roofs. So. You know, bottom line, they did, a, they did a good job. I mean, leaf Guard, not LeafGuard, pardon me, PI Roofing did a very, very good job, and they'll do a good job for you. Call them. It's 501-707-3551. That's their number, 501-707-3551. You don't have to tell them uh, that uh, I told you to call, but it would be nice if you would, all right? Keep that in mind. Or go to piroofing.com on the Internet. All right. So the president is over in Brussels. No, he's not there now. I think he's probably left by now.
1: He Uh, may not know it.
2: Yeah, yeah, he may not know it yet. But, uh, yeah, he was there for a couple of days meeting with NATO, meeting with the EU representatives and things. And, you know, the EU, especially Germany, did something really, really stupid. And we do this, too. We do this stupid stuff as well. And that is start depending on things that you really need from people that are your enemies. I mean... Yeah, that's not good. Do
1: you know right now, today, when we're negotiating with Iran so that they can develop nuclear bombs? Because that's what it, we're doing.
2: We're not there. We, you know it's who's the, the, represent- Russians the Russians that are doing it. The
1: Russians are representing us!
2: Yeah. Are you
1: kidding me? You can't make this up. If I were to write a fiction story, you, you would say, Rob, I can't publish that because it's ridiculous. But that's a Biden administration.
2: Well, let me tell you what. On Thursday, yesterday, yeah, yeah, yes, yesterday, the president used a term. I guess they didn't brief him about this. You don't say this when he said this what was going on in Ukraine was leading to a new world order. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He got toasted. So now I don't think he's smart enough to to know what he was really talking about. Yeah, but the bottom line is that he used that term, and <laughs> every person that's out there that is worried about uh, you know. All these groups that are supposedly trying to control the world, or yeah, whether source, and other language. Yeah that that order, is a that, that is like you say that, and that's like lighting all the gas in the world on fire. Yes, okay, is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. One, but world, he did one it. one world yeah. uh, currency. We're, working, um, we're, we're moving into oh, a man. a new world order. That's what he said. So anyway, take that as you will. I just think. I think this is, that was a big faux pas on his part. Um, you would think that Harris would have been the one that did that, not, not the president. But anyway, uh, y- this morning I was watching it on Fox. They had a the live uh, press conference with the president and uh, some lady from the EU. And, you know, he's, he's going to help Germany and a lot of them because Germany gets 30% of their gas from... The Russians, thirty percent. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. And I mean, Trump brought this up while he was president, and All he said, "Why are you doing up, right. that? Buy it from us. Buy, buy. You know, liquefied natural gas from us. Buy fuel from us. We're your friend. The Russians are not your friend." Let's go through the list, right the the Biden
1: laptop. oh, that's true yeah. the Russia gate, that's false. All of these claims made by the leftists and rebutted or put forward by the Trump administration are being proven true
2: that's correct and, and, and I, I saw that the former president is suing uh, the DNC and a bunch of people And, because, and Hillary because, she's yeah. the
1: number one named well, defendant.
2: Yeah, she I needs miss that. to be sued. I would Look, you would make my day if you put her in an orange jumpsuit.
1: You're not allowed to say that, Dave. Don't yeah. you remember? Oh, it's a banana republic. If we say that you're going to lock up a political opponent, <laughs> and then the first day Trump gets in office, oh, we got to throw him in jail. He's a criminal. Wait, uh, what? Not only Wait, him, what?
2: but everybody else that was <laughs> even That's right. in his administration. That's right. They wanted to, to go... Look, here's what the Democrats do. I've told you this for years. They they, they project everything that they believe they project. So they believe in high, at, at locking people up. So what they do is they'll look at the Republicans and say, this is what you want to do. Then when they get back in power, it's exactly what the Democrats do. That's right. Yep. Because it's what they believe in. That that is what they do. That's why I haven't voted for a Democrat since 1971.
1: Uh, Could I mention something? I know I'm here as an expert rather than political candidate. But just to highlight politics in general, my opponent in the primary voted in the last primary in the Democratic primary. So I tell you that not for politics. I tell you that the point you're raising, which is what people do determines their party. Well, you would what, think
2: but, so. Right? Right. You would think so. Now, I know people who vote it because we got open primaries. I wish we would get rid of them on the Republican side, to be honest with you. I wish we would get rid of them. I it's argue, an odd bird, I isn't it? I argued this point with, with, with Doyle until... He didn't want to see me anymore because he knew it would be the first thing that I brought up in, here's in where the it discussion. it doesn't make sense,
1: and here's where it doesn't. It makes sense if someone is a registered independent. I just don't want to register with party, but I'm really a Republican. Okay, well, that's a Republican. It doesn't make sense when people are switching over to manipulate.
2: Well, they're just trying to manipulate right. who you're – who's the person that's going to run. Right. And I understand that that's – you know, Rush talked about that. Right. You know, what was it you called Operation Something? Yeah, oh,
3: exactly. Game. You can game the system. Yeah, that's right. you can, yeah. you can
2: switch over. And, and, vote and he for told a people and, he was telling week. people to go over and, yeah. and vote for yeah. the Democrats the and Democrat. give them the the weaker candidate. Uh-huh. You know, I just personally think I would like the, the Republicans to run and the Republicans choose right who is going right. to be their their candidates, not right. the Democrats. So and I, vice
1: versa, by the way. Yeah, let them have it. We'll I've let always, them do i've uh,
2: I've argued that point, and um, you know D- Doyle couldn't get it done. He had said that he would try. Um, I think he did. I just don't think he tried hard enough. and That's bottom line. Yeah. And 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 Jonel, she's not even. I'm not even hearing they're trying now, to be honest. And I don't yeah. know if the executive committee wants to see that that done.
1: Well, like I say, it it it's good. To prevent Democrats from manipulating, it's not good in the sense there are plenty of essentially Republicans who just simply are registered
2: as independents. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to we'll have to see about all that. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. So the president has decided that I think they said by twenty thirty we're going to start now. One one and a half billion cubic yards of liquefied national uh, natural gas to get up to i think they said 50 billion really? by 2030 we've
3: got a bunch of it well yeah we've we
2: got in this room alone we, yeah we, we are we are <laughs> yeah. the saudi arabia we are for natural gas yeah, we, we truly are and for all of you lefties out there thank god for fracking oh, all right yeah. Thank God for that's fracking exactly it, because that's what released it all. All right, now right. we're doing it. And if you're going to going to tell me, yeah, but now you'll be trying to get water out of your spigot and it's going to light on fire. That was all put on. It was all BS. I can't call it what it really was, but it was an it was a lie. It was all a lie. It's not We've got not so much true.
3: liquid natural gas that um, they got a plant going in down south of Little Rock here, yeah. towards Pine Bluff. Well, I'm going to make be interested. Fuel out of it.
2: I'm going to be interested now. That you know, because they're saying that they've got to rev up again. But well, you know what? When when you're doing oil and you're yeah. drilling and you're trying to get natural gas and or you're trying to just get you know oil, you 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 don't just Turn the spigot on, or turn it off. It's not like going to your your sink and turn it on. It takes time right. to rev it up. Now, will this have any effect on on uh, prices? Yes, because you buy fuel on futures. That's right. So if you if you look at what companies are doing, and you say, well, not this year, but next year, mm-hmm. all of this is going to come on the market. The price of a barrel oil will go down. Did you hear what the price of a barrel oil in Russia was yesterday? Are you ready for this? On the market, global market, oil is going between ninety-five and one hundred and twenty-five dollars a barrel. Right, thirty dollars. Fire sale going on in Russia right now. Uh, Is anybody allowed to to
3: buy it?
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, there's people that you're allowed to buy, but they've made known that they won't buy. Right. I mean, we're not buying it anymore. We're yeah. not taking it anymore yeah. as far as that. Now, the other place that this is going to hit us and the president, for whatever reason, he had a, a, a moment of clarity yesterday, uh, this morning. And he he, he, he told you the truth about something. I'll tell you what he told you the truth about when we come back. It's uh, 14 minutes to seven here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Robert Steinbach is here. Chris is here. East Toy wants you to know that they're there if you need them. If you need your car towed, if you need a battery change, if you need a flat change, you need to get just in and get the keys out of the car that you locked. Know that they can handle all of that no matter what situation is. East Intoy is going to handle it for you, and uh, they've got the answers for you. Call them at 501 888. 8849 That's 501-888-8849. All right, back with you. 10 minutes till 7. Don't forget, 7.35. We're going to talk with uh, Congressman Hill today. Typically, he's on with me on Wednesday. He couldn't do it. We worked uh, worked it out. He's going to be on with me today. I'm sure he'll talk about this gas deal that the president announced today, and I'm sure we'll talk about What I'm going to talk about right now, I did not realize, and and this is my fault, it's not your fault, I should have known this, but the Ukraine grows about 27% of the wheat for the world, Mm -hmm. a huge amount of wheat, and uh, Russia grows a lot of wheat for the world. That wheat not going to be there next year. So what does that mean? Less product, higher prices. Yeah. That's that's what it means. So expect anything that is bread related.
3: My raisin brand's going up.
2: It's going up, brother. <laughs> it's going to go up. And inflation on top of it. Just get ready. Food prices yeah. are going to jump again later this year. And then again, next year, this is something that's not, it's got to be solved. But look, remember who was it? It was a Volcker that was uh, Reagan's guy. He was one of them, yeah. Yeah, he was the one that the first thing that he did when he came in, because inflation under Jimmy Carter was out of control. Now, I will tell you this, that if they figured – how much inflation was now the same way they did during the Carter administration, we'd be in the same type of numbers, like 13 to 15 percent inflation. But they don't they don't uh, consider energy and food prices now when the, they're
1: the two things you buy the most. Yeah, of.
2: yeah, that's right. right. They don't they don't use them in the formula like they used to. So it, it makes <clears throat> the you know what I always say. Figures don't lie, but liars figure, and that's exactly what we have here. We've got liars figuring for you, and they're telling you things aren't as bad as they really are. Except that when you do inflationary stuff, when the inflation's really got got its claws into you, you see it. Oh yeah, up up close and personal. The families will feel it. That's exactly right. They're right. they're dealing with it right now. I'm dealing with it. Oh yeah. I, I mean I last year when i filled up uh you know my car yeah 35 bucks exactly it's over 50 dollars now every time i fill up i do at least two tanks of gas a week yeah and i i've done the math on the air for you what was the price 450 you
3: know? a gallon what'd you pay
2: yeah i paid no i paid 365 oh you did well. sam's yeah sam's over there in north little rock that's where i buy it at i
3: just bought some yesterday it's four and some change <laughs> yeah
2: did you see what it is that, now? When I say this, all right, I do understand that some states, when they got really, really high gas, they got really, really high taxes on. Their you gas. mean like
1: Arkansas? We yeah. have the highest gas yeah. taxes in this area. In the area.
2: All right, but I'm talking about California. How
1: much They're even there? higher.
2: Yeah, no, high or is DC is it eight
3: or nine dollars a gallon?
2: It is uh, going on six and a quarter Whoa. a gallon.
3: The truckers are going to start parking in DC. We're going to get the truck. Oh, but coming.
2: and people don't realize there's all kinds of other stuff going on on the trucking industry. The Truck man, they're trying to get. Everything they got to have a different. Trucked. They got to have a different license for everything. If oh, you if yeah. you're going to be a hazmat driver, yep. you got to have a special license. Yep. I was talking to a guy yesterday, and he's trying to get his hazmat license. It's not he easy. has. He has put in his paperwork last november yeah and he hasn't gotten it yet it's crazy and that's the stuff that they're really ticked off about
3: is that a federal application or a state
2: oh it's federal yeah yeah it's a federal thing you know and the left they don't want people to have them that's That's, that's the key they don't want but i don't know they're going to need some people to be able to haul that hazmat stuff because they want to do all these electric vehicles. And what do they think those batteries are? Right. They're hazmat material. That's right. You're going to see that even more so We get, well, as they um, move to more electric cars. When they show up at a, at a wreck, they're going to yeah. be in hazmat
3: You know what's funny about outfits. electric cars is the, the lefties, when they find out how those lithium batteries are made, through mining and uh, no, they don't know, and they don't, know, and
2: they don't care. And they also
1: think the energy comes from nowhere, right? Yeah, well, right, well, yeah. you see, that's it's clean energy. Well, someone's How burning tra- something to make that energy well, in the first place.
2: Just right. like you it's, burn the coal to yeah, charge. it's the just like people who think that the the the, the grocery store makes the food right. that they buy. Right. There are people who believe that. I know they don't even know the concept of a farm. Yeah, they don't. They don't know what's going on. And by the way, thank you to the farmers. You're struggling hey, now because petroleum yes. goes into making fertilizer. Oh, fertilizer yeah. prices are going through the ceiling. Right. You and know what? Mean, you know what that? It's means? a bunch of BS. That means, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what that means is that you, you, the consumer, will be paying more for your food. Of course, because we of are. That. By the way, already, yes, already. I saw a restaurant. Was telling uh, their customers, "Don't ask for the uh, brisket uh, to eat because really? it's so expensive now." They had gone from ten ninety five for a sandwich, a brisket sandwich, to eighteen dollars. No kidding. for a brisket sandwich.
3: Well, it just hurts everybody across the board. Yes, that I means just, and
2: it really hurts the poor.
3: That's the yeah, That's right.
2: You know, that's that's the people that the Democrats say they really care about. Right. Bull. If it smells like it, if it steams like it, when you step in it, it makes your shoes smell like it, it's bull. I'm just telling you. That's right. And that's exactly what it is when you hear the Democrats talking about that stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, it's sad. And I, I'm still confused when I look at the, you know, Republicans took over in 2012 in Arkansas, right?
2: Yep. It's, uh,
3: what, Twenty-seven to seven in the Senate, Republicans.
2: Oh, it's, it's more than that now. Is I think Democrats only have five seats in the Senate now, right? Yeah. I think it's thirty to five. And it's five. been like
3: this for twelve years. We still have the highest taxes in the surrounding states.
2: Well, we had a big... We can't get rid of the. We had a big tax cut, and I agree. Yeah, it was there was a tax cut. Here's what's going to have to happen now, and uh, this is why I'm I'm hoping. That if Sarah is elected, I can't say she's going to be. I can say I would think it's about a ninety-nine percent chance right. that she's going to be. That she will truly, truly put us on the path to getting rid of uh, getting rid of the state income tax. Man, it'd be
3: fantastic.
2: I mean, but to do have that, have had her
3: on? Have you had she come on your show? No,
2: hasn't been on. Oh, yeah. to make that happen, to yeah. make it happen. We've got to get an appetite to cut spending.
3: 100%, Dave. You can't have cut in taxes without a cut in spending. You better well, we, believe it. We talked about
1: this used car tax that exists to this day. We can't get rid of it. And,
2: and who, who gave it to us? Clinton. Clinton. Bill Clinton. And That's who's great. defending it? The rhinos. Yep.
1: The rhinos so are the one that give it. You know what the response is? <clears throat> we need to pay for roads with that. First of all, oh, man. <clears throat> the same rhinos... Put into the Constitution a mandatory half cent, half cent sales tax. You got enough board, money;
2: you don't need more.
1: Cross the board to build roads. So now they say, on top of that, when you resell a car that's already had taxes paid on it, yep. and an inexpensive car no less, you got to pay more taxes on
2: it. That's right. Absolutely. This,
1: they've well, got one hand they, in each pocket. Take a, Chris.
3: take a poll, people. They want it gone.
2: Okay. We'll come mm-hmm. back and talk about that. Got another half hour coming up here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Seven o'clock hour, man. We went through the first hour. Like a hot knife through butter. Where we posed the question. We
3: asked the question.
2: Yeah. 101.1 the answer. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you want to know what's going on in the races and things of that nature, yeah. you keep it here. I mean, where are the people that are going to give you information about uh, 2022 election? And uh, how do I know that? Well, I'll give you a good example. There is another news talk station I'm here in in this market. The other day, when Never uh, heard of when Zelensky <laughs> was uh, talking yeah. to Congress, which was the story maybe of this year thus far. That
3: was a fantastic We carried it live. No kidding.
2: The other station acted like it didn't even happen.
3: Man, it was very persuasive. It was good. You haven't it seen excellent. it. I suggest you go look at it. Yeah, it it's very, awesome.
2: very, very good, and and he's doing this with all uh, the uh, you know political people of all the major Western and and Eastern, for that matter, democracies. Japan, you know, he talked to them. I don't know if he's talked to South Korea or not. Boy, he could talk to South Korea. I just would look at South Korea and I would say, what would happen? If the North invaded you and they were leveling Seoul, Korea. That's a good point. You know, making it look like a moonscape, you know. Well, of course, that's not going to happen because guess what? We've got, you know, a treaty with South Korea. Right. We'll come to their aid if something bad happens. And, uh, you know, Ukraine is out there hanging on the clothesline all by themselves with their butt wide open to the world
3: they're hanging in there i saw where they blew up that russian ship in well, the black sea i'm
2: i'm hearing that uh, there's i'm i watch the news just like everybody else and i read a lot of stuff and i've got sources that i've developed over the you know 40 years i've been in talk and i i call people up and gets and some other people gets used to write for the washington post and when i want to know something about china i call Getz. he's he, he's been warning about china since i got to know it's a him. big deal and uh so when i want to know something i call these people and a lot of the folks that are uh, involved in all of this stuff and i'll tell you somebody who's really good locally and that and that's uh uh colonel reynolds yeah colonel reynolds almost what 23 years as a as a army intelligence i mean he He's seen stuff that none of us will ever see. That's right. And, uh, you know, he, now he was wrong about he didn't think Putin would invade. He didn't? No, he didn't oh, think he would do it. It was a, he, he couldn't understand why Putin would do it. And I could understand what his thought processes was. You're going to lose more than you gain if you do that. Now you've got a situation where you're getting you're getting in a quagmire again and um, – these retired generals that know a lot of inside information are saying it looks like the Ukrainians are going to whip the wet Russians if they can get more more material from, uh, from the West. And from what I'm seeing, it looks like the West is going to step up to the plate about that. So we we'll no, see it The biggest, the biggest how threats happens. in the
3: world now are China and Russia. And Russia's proved it now. People are going, oh, no, we can be friends with him. No, we can't. No.
1: That was Obama when he made fun fun of Mitt Romney, who I'm no fan of, mind you. And Mitt Romney said, the biggest threat is Russia. And Obama said, oh, the 1980s foreign policy is calling you or wants its foreign policy back. Oh, how clever. That's a great thing. The left are so clever with their snark, with their sarcasm. The problem is the left doesn't know how to actually get anything done.
2: (laughs) Here's the key. Uh, you know they had a big button. Remember this when Hillary? Yeah, Clinton, the reset button. The reset button yeah. with oh, yeah. with uh, Russia. Yeah, we reset it all, all right. right. We
1: reset it all right. This is remember, why, remember this is, all
2: of that uranium
1: yeah.
3: she sold to the Oh, Russians? man. Then this is why they've got they've got build. This is all the while they got buildings full of hackers penetrating our electrical systems.
2: And China guess what? Too. They're not just they're not just uh, people that are. Uh, employed by the Russian government. Right. These are nationalists. Yeah. People who believe in the fatherland.
3: That's exactly right. And
2: they're attacking us too. Oh yeah. And have we done enough? Well, I had Senator Bozeman on on uh, Tuesday and he said absolutely not we've not done enough. No.
3: We've got to put the intelligence to work. We got to. We got to. We've got to have some CIA agents. Some going and recruiting some of our smartest people in college. Say, come work for us.
2: I, we I'm you. sure they're still doing that, but let me give you a, a good example. EMTs. All right. Yep. I worry about that because our electrical system it is not. It set up for
3: it now it would no, crush us
2: it would turn off all the electrical systems every yeah. car i think built after 1985 would not run yeah it would put it can stop totally yeah. Yeah. not to be used again they'd be done and uh i don't know i just uh everybody says well you know the chances that happening in the above, blah, blah, blah." you know they give you the typical song and dance and tap dance in front of you Wave their right hand when their left hand's doing something else, and and the, and the thing that just drives me crazy is that yeah, you don't need to, and the fix for it is not all that tough. It's a like a a foil stuff that just needs to go around some vital uh, parts and electrical things, and uh, they don't do it because they don't want to spend the money on that. They want to spend it on you know government health care or something. And you know what? There'll be no no government health care if an EMT goes off. All of their uh, equipment won't work. It's that simple. That's right, Dave. It really brings it back home when you think
3: about it. So wait, wait a minute. China's really attacking us. Yeah, right now they've got buildings full of Chinese uh, American educated people that come over here to America, oh, yeah. get your education, and they've got they've got buildings full of them researching our patents that we file right now
2: who was who was the who was the guy that was our big the biggest problem for us in World War II from Japan and that was uh, the the admiral who who planned Pearl Harbor and all of that right where was he educated at
3: exactly
2: you know you're in history. America that's right At an ivy league school yep you know what he not only knew japan he understand Amer. He understood Americans, and he told them when they decided to go with the Pearl Harbor thing, we better get it all the first time around because if we don't, yeah, we're gonna lose. And he's of course the one who said when they found out the aircraft carriers hadn't been touched, and he said, "I I fear we've woken a sleeping giant." Yes,
3: Yamamoto. Yeah. We got him. We got him, too. Yeah we, him him? Yeah. yeah, we shot him down.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we broke their code. Yeah. We knew where he was flying. They shot him down, you know. Brilliant guy. Really a brilliant guy. Tojo, not so brilliant. He he just continued to 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 take countries, and his supply lines were so stretched thin that, uh, you know, well, but you don't have to worry about feeding your soldiers if they're thinking that dying for uh the emperor is going to send them to heaven yeah you know i i was stationed on guam when i was in uh the military and there's several monuments on guam uh to japanese soldiers i got there two years after the guy that uh they caught that had been eluding people you oh, know I remember this story. Uh, living he was living in a rat hole he was if still you, at war right yeah he guys, was still at war he was he was living off a, di- a dumpster diving yeah that's, that's exactly what he was doing and uh when he went back and i always mention this because it it says a lot about the japanese um fanatic people yeah and uh you know the, the the bushida code and all that they live by when he showed up on the tarmac in tokyo is, is their head guy a premier or is he a president? I don't know. I forget. The emperor. Yeah, the emperor. It's not, well, there, not the emperor any longer. But anyway, he showed up at the bottom of the stairs of the aircraft with a samurai sword. No kidding. On his knees and holding it up to this guy. This guy was a conquering hero when he came back. Huh. Now, you tell me they're not thinking the same way they did during World War Two. Right. It's the same reason I don't believe in the Germans. Germans started it twice in Europe. You know, now I don't know if they'd fight or not. To be honest with you, they're doing. They're buying their gas from their their number one enemy.
1: Trump said uh, Germany, amongst other countries in NATO, are not paying enough money or not and by paying 2, enough money 2% of their it's not GDP. money to us it's they have to put money in into the NATO. their military because everybody in nato has to have a sufficient military and trump said we're putting more than we're required and everybody. you're putting less and guess what the germans discovered right now oh guess what we don't have enough money in our military we're going to put some more. That's Wait, what, what they said. You're Wait, got that right.
2: What? It's exactly but I'm going to tell you said. this, Robert. If Merkel was still there, yeah. they wouldn't put more money into their military. Ooh. She's the one to shut down all of their nuclear power plants. Well,
1: she's also, she was buddy-buddy with the Russians. Yeah. Because she wanted the Russian oil. Well, she, she was like, in bed with the Russians. I
2: heard she got a little excited when they showed, showed, showed her the picture of Putin without his shirt on.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. Just
2: saying. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. Um, that's just, I had two mentors when I went into radio. Wally Phillips, who believed in doing local radio, yep. and he was the number one morning man for 25 years. First, His first book that he went through, he was like third in the market. From that point on, he was number one in, in the book, every book for 25 years. Really? Yeah. Nice. Then the other guy was uh, a guy that – Called himself Super Jock, Super Larry Lou Larry Lou. Where are they now? What are they doing? Lou both of them are dead now. Oh, really? Uh, but uh, Lou Jack was a smart ass all the time, and I well, kind of he... picked up some of that. <laughs> to be honest, because he was—I haven't noticed. He was my—he was my hero. <laughs> I
3: like it, Dave.
2: Yeah, he, he really was. And you, and when I when I'm when I'm the smarty pants like that, just know that I'm that way because. It it perks up your ears, but what I'm saying, that's the only reason that I do it, and and I know how far I can go, and I try not to go, I tell Heidi, I know to go up to the edge of the cliff, but not to step off. (laughs) (laughs) I try not to step off the cliff, I try not to do that. So anyway, that's the big story today. About uh, about Biden, you guys go stick around when the the congressman is on. You can get a question in or two. Great, and uh, and talk to him. But that that's going to be my first question with him is about this new deal going on with the president. Here's what I'm saying, what I say about it. About time. It's about time. Now here's the thing. The next thing that's about time. Rev up. R R up. Energy Deeper. companies, Please, all man. of them. Yep. Solar. You know, the big fans they got out there on the planes and, uh, you know, uh, hydroelectric. Rev them all yeah. up. Natural yeah. gas, fossil fuels, all of them. Yep. So we have so much power based uh, resources that no other country can, uh, you know, hold us hostage. That's what's happening to Europe right now. They're being held hostage they are, by scared. Putin.
1: They are. That's what Trump was saying all <laughs> along. He was trying to do it. Uh, the pipeline would help. Well, the pipeline's not our gas. But Did if the you pipeline, believe that right, Saki
2: uh, said that? I know.
1: Of course. You mean the the oil that's coming through the country and then will be processed, processed here? to make
2: gas. Right.
1: Idiot. Exactly. And <laughs> then kidding. it's available for purchase right here. Yep. Really? That wouldn't have changed the dynamic?
2: Of course. It's all, when it comes to energy, it's all about futures. And it, if they hadn't shut that down and this idiot woman up in Michigan wants to shut this other pipeline down, if they'll open them up and let it flow, it'd drive prices Dow.
1: It's really remarkable how you can have a Democrat in Michigan who's against gas
2: and oil. Yeah, she's going to put a lot of people out of business. That's what she'll do. Her constituents. Yeah. That's why she won't be a, a governor much longer. Uh, Billy Mack is the owner of ICU Protection. You got a security system on I your do. house? Okay. You got it on your business? Yep. Okay. And you need to call Billy Mack. Let him save I you some call money. Billy Mack. Billy Mack does it all. He does uh, the door and window sensors. He does the indoor and outdoor cameras, 1080p, by the way. Uh, he does uh, doorbell cameras, the motion detection. They got the analytics built into it so it can be true detection because it can tell you if it's a person, an animal, a car, or even just a gust of wind nice. blowing some some leaves around. And they can do that with your home or with your uh, your business. The man is into it. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it since the mid-90s. So you give Billy a call and ask him if he'll come out and uh, give you some ideas of how best to protect your home. And if you want cameras, he's got cameras, man. He'll be, help you. he'll be helping you with that. And know this, you'll pay for the service, but you don't pay a penny for the hardware. Not a penny for the hardware. It's all about paying for the service. Service starts off at about $40 a month. Call Billy Mack at 501-205-1333. That's 501-205-1333. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. You want to save some money on your health uh, insurance? Call Pat Davis. Uh, Especially um, today, I want to zero in and talk to you if you're a small business owner and you still uh, work hard at offering your workers uh health care insurance. Uh talk to Pat Davis. He just talked with a uh, an owner of a of a of a business and saved them 35 grand on health insurance. He can do this for you. 30 save you 30 to 50%. Uh your people won't have to pay any more uh, co-pays. Uh, your people will not have huge deductibles that they got to meet. What good is it to pay, I don't know, 350 a month? That's kind of low for health insurance now. 350 a month, but your deductible before you can draw on any of, a, of that health insurance is $10,000. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So you talk to Pat Davis. It doesn't matter who your provider is. The way he does this, he can work it out for you. Uh, give him a ring at 501 uh, 605 It used to be offering, you know, health care was a way of enticing people to come work for you. And it's, I think it still is if you can make it reasonable for the people to come and you can give them good health insurance. I mean, look, you've worked for some of the big mega companies. You get health insurance. It don't get you squat. I mean, it's just that, that bottom line. Or go uh, visit Pat at yourhealthplanman.com. Go to somebody who knows what they're doing and can save you some money. That's uh, Pat Davis here uh, locally about health care. I wanted to get that in and, and talk to you about it. All right, 727. we got three minutes to get down to the bottom of the hour. Don't forget, in the next half hour, we'll be talking to Congressman French Hill. He'll join us from District 2. I had talked to uh, Congressman Westerman. They typically... Both join me every week, and we we talk to them. And I guess that's what makes me establishment in some people's uh, views. You know what I think it does? It makes you knowledgeable. That's what it does. I I ask the questions. You well, you don't ask them the way I want you. You don't ask them like Marjorie Green does. Yeah, they'll be on one time and won't be back. You know, if I if I. Try to embarrass them on air. I don't try to embarrass anybody on air. You know what I do? I try to give people enough rope that they can hang themselves if I know what they believe in. They're on the we'll front line,
3: Dave. They've got the information. We need to know it.
2: Yeah, right? that's the key. That's really the key. And do that. It's just like Biden yesterday said, I never said that, uh, you know, uh, these sanctions would stop Russia from invading I saw well, that rewind the tape yeah. about a couple of months ago and that's exactly what he said <laughs> that was uh, they, your goal they were talking of uh, uh, concha no concha was on fox today yeah and he made the statement that was what made tim russett so special on television when was he did he do meet the press all right so he was on meet the press and he would say okay i'm hearing what you're saying but here's what you said You know six months ago and he would play the video back of them saying it and you know deer in the headlights when they came back you know (laughs) that's called real journalism a lot of that's just missing now in america no fourth estate worth beans what's the
3: next step what's what's biden to do next russia still hadn't quit invading is that not the goal, to get him to back off?
2: Well, he he did make something, made it to make a statement. Now, now, remember, Obama drew the big red line about chemical weapons over in Syria. Right. Now, he drew a big red line, and he said, you won't want to do this. We will answer if you use chemical weapons, and we'll talk about that with the congressman. Nice. All right, last half hour of this week, we've saved the best for last. We've got Congressman French Hill on with us from District 2. Congressman, let's let's start off. I get up this morning. I'm sitting down having my coffee. I'm watching, uh, you know, Fox and Early Friends or whatever they call that show. And uh, they're carrying the uh, press conference with the president over in uh, Brussels. And he makes the announcement that uh, he and the EU have come to an agreement for us in the United States to su- supply... Uh, the EU with uh, liquefied natural gas, I think one and a half trillion cubic feet to start off with to move like to 2030 when it would be 50 uh, million cubic or billion cubic feet. So uh, this is a good thing. But it, it why did it take so long for this president to figure this out? You know, po- you want to have a coordinated policy, I would think. So why not? You know, really turn on the spigot here in the United States and on every form of energy, drive the price down because you sell energy in futures and help the farmers out so that they're, uh, you know, the, the price that they got to pay for fertilizer is going to go down because they use a lot of petroleum and that, that and, and whatnot. You know, it, it seems like he is always, you know, a dollar short on everything.
4: Well, good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, he's a little more than, because of inflation, it's more like $2 short, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, Touche. Uh, but, yeah, but let me let me say this. Yesterday, Gina McCarthy, who's the environmental advisor, climate advisor on the White House, said there's nothing that's happening in Europe that's going to stop us from our climate goals. <laughs> and in the G7 communique yesterday, it basically says, oh, yeah, we need to do something about, Uh, getting more uh, petroleum produced, but we're not changing one iota, our desire to get rid of all fossil fuel. This is in the G7 communique and implying, you know, immediacy around that. So uh, I'm glad they made that announcement. It's something that uh, should have been done in the State of the Union uh, when he had a chance to have a national audience to say, let's import no more Russian oil, and let's unleash American innovation and entrepreneurship and production to get back up over 13 million barrels a day, which is where we were before the pandemic. And let's make sure that we're permitting those LNG facilities and making them a priority on the East Coast. Uh, This is where they're needed, is to take that Pennsylvania gas straight offshore to Europe instead of a ship having to come all the way around the Gulf of Mexico to Europe. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, make We're sure. not there
4: yet, so I'm glad he made the announcement. It's, but it's to your point, uh, a little light and a always late. So, sure, it was a good thing, and we 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 can be an we are the indispensable country over to Europe when it comes to partnership and economics and military security and Western values and now energy. But uh, he's doing it unenthusiastically. I would.
2: Oh. say. Oh. Uh. That's an understatement. You know, I I mean, he's doing this beside himself. Let's just put it that way, because he's got to do it. Yeah, this
4: is my point about Gina McCarthy going out of her way to have step on his press conference with her own comments yesterday. And the way that was jammed into the G7 communique, we're talking about bombing children's hospitals, murdering people. And yet we jam into this G7 communique a whole paragraph about minus one and a half degree centigrade goals and stuff like that I mean you got to be kidding me all
2: right i'm I've got uh Robert Steinbach here, and I've got Chris Corbett here. They're going to join us in the uh, conversation here. Uh, they're good conservatives, so you'll enjoy talking with them as well. I'm sure that you've talked with them in the past, just out on the campaign trail and whatever. Absolutely. Good to be with you guys. Great okay. to see you, Congressman. So one one last question on my my end, and it's this. It sounded like yesterday the president took a, a page out of the Obama playbook and And drew drew a big red line in the sand like uh, Obama did over in Syria and saying, do you don't don't be using chemical weapons. All right. I I mean, I'm I'm listening to the president saying, if you use president, you you know, President Putin, if you use chemical weapons, we're going to have to spank you. Now, you stop it. Stop it. Did you get that kind of a feeling?
4: Yeah, I, I was. I, I did see that press conference uh, yesterday. I was uh, not comforted by that process because it then, in turn, begs the question uh, of what we're doing and how we're doing it. So, uh, you know, it, the important thing is to, in my opinion, I was. We were with Condi. Uh, uh, Price uh, last, yesterday, and she made the key point that one of her biggest criticisms of the approach is, well, don't tell people what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Like, we're telegraphing this, all this stuff about what we're not going to do and what we're going to do. And this is a bad policy, I think, for, for Joe Biden. He just needs to keep Putin guessing, period, full stop, you know, and just not worry about answering specific questions about that, except to say... You know, uh we want him out, period. we're going to back Ukraine and just be done with it so uh, you know I, I hear you on the Obama thing, and of course, there is no other playbook for this administration. They just dusted off the binders, yep, and or or everything they do is just pulled out of the Obama playbook, which is why Putin's invaded Ukraine.
2: All right, let me turn it over to Robert. He had a question for you. go
1: congressman. You just mentioned how we are being wishy-washy on, we the United States, on increasing our production because we're worried about global warming. I would like you to expand on what's perhaps the obvious notion that if you're dead, if you're a murdered child, a murdered woman, murdered by Putin, you're not too concerned about what the weather is outside. You're concerned about your family, you're concerned about your country, and how the Democrats administration has inverted priorities of life at every level. I'd like you to comment on that.
4: No, 100%. I said this the day he invaded. I said Putin's a clear and present danger. You need to put all your other priorities on hold. We're at war. And uh, you don't go around talking about you know goals of minus one and a half degrees centigrade in a G7 communique when Europe is on fire and babies are being murdered. It's nuts. And uh, But on the subject of life generally, the uh, administration's been horrible. It's the, it's, uh, and, and, and hypocritical at that. You have Pelosi and Biden blessing themselves going in and out of Mass every Sunday, and yet they have promoted policies that uh, spur abortion worldwide. And, and fortunately, I'll say this we were able to defeat them in their spending bill uh, a couple of weeks ago by putting the Hyde amendment and all 17 riders that prevent federal money for going for abortion back in that measure. So, uh, but look, they don't, they don't have their priorities straight. They don't think straight on almost any topic. And this is going on 50 years for Biden who has been on the wrong side of of every issue for his whole career.
3: Chris, (laughs) <laughs> That's a fantastic comment. I just want to know where the common sense is, Congressman Hill in, in upping why haven't we already upped our production to ease our inflation and get out of any sort of dependency on on Europe? Yeah, Chris, this is this is and look,
4: this is really important I think for listeners to think about. If you believe that <clears throat> climate change uh, is your top issue and you want to have a outstanding prompt Uh, effective conversion to lower carbon emissions right then you should want the oil and gas needed by the world to be produced in the US where it's the cleanest production at the highest environmental standards it's 40 percent cleaner than anything produced elsewhere number two when you when you when you shut us down that petroleum is produced somewhere else it's dirtier and you have more reliance on coal just last week, China announced 390 million new reserve that they're going to put in coal, and they're going to increase coal production. Repeat, increase coal production by 300 million tons per year. This is their new goal. That wipes out by itself 20 years of renewable uh, improvements in the in outside China. I mean, it, it's just this is the madness of Paris. Right. So the common sense would be. We want to produce the cleanest form of, of uh, baseload power besides nuclear, and that's natural gas, and we want to export it. That yep. would be both pro-climate and pro-American consumer and pro-national security. But that's not how the this uh, progressive left looks at it.
3: And yeah. It's, it's so, super it's frustrating. So, but it's you're so, 100% right. Yeah, it's so frustrating, and it's so refreshing to hear your thoughts <clears throat> on it, Congressman Hill.
2: All right, let's take a quick well, break. We've got, oh, go ahead. Have, we
4: have, a, we have a great bill uh, that unleashes and removes all the burdens and barriers put up by the Biden administration that we've moved on the House floor three times in the last three weeks. It's been blocked Wonderful. by Pelosi each time.
2: Okay. Oh. Uh, Congressman, when we come back, I've heard that there are banks and there are uh, financial institutions that are now refusing to loan money. To uh, fossil fuel companies i'd like to talk to you about that oh and, you bet and and is it legal that's the other thing that i would like to know when we come back we'll we'll pursue that line of questioning here on the uh, the dave ellswick show quarter till eight congressman french hill with us district two we'll continue our discussion when we come back all right back with uh, congressman uh, french hill district two here on the dave ellswick show and uh Congressman, I alluded to this before we took the break, and that is there are financial institutions now that are refusing to uh, work with fossil fuel companies uh, for the money that they need to be able to do drilling and things of that nature. First of all, can you talk about that? And number two, is that legal?
4: Yeah, such an important question. And, and Robert, I'm kind of glad you're on the show, too. I was, I was thinking this might be a really good op-ed you and I could work on together. Happy
1: I to think. do it. Uh,
4: there is um, a real legal premise here, and that's why Robert's expertise would be related, and then the financial uh, aspect of it, which I can speak to. So here's the bottom line. Back during the Obama administration, we had this thing called Operation Chokepoint where the head of the FDIC was basically using moral suasion and intimidation through the regulatory process to prevent banks from lending money to otherwise legal activities, such as a gun dealer. And it was uncovered by House Republicans exposed, corrected, and we humiliated the guy of course biden has renominated him to be chairman of the fdic i know you're stunned by that (laughs) falling out of your chairs uh and this is marty greenberg Greenberg, who's just a i don't know i I won't characterize what i think about him anyway he's a bad guy shouldn't be chairman of the fdic he's a political hack is what he is he's a hack uh we we are fearful that we're going to get back into choke point 2.0 exactly in this. So intimidating banks and investment banks from raising money or lending money to anybody who's trying to replace our reserves. And this is in complete contrast to what the government says. The Energy Information Agency, part of the Department of Energy, says, We have a 30% projected increase in demand for electricity over the next 25 to 30 years, and that traditional methods like nuclear, coal, natural gas, are going to be essential for baseload power. And yet, the ESG movement, environmental social governance movement, is also uh, using woke, left-wing, progressive corporate pressure, to stop people from replacing reserves so like you're trying to make exxon Mobil not an oil company what an idiotic idea uh we need these reserves replaced we need this capital investment so it's going on it's not legal it's extra statutory uh, that what they're doing and just monday <coughs> is the most recent example gary gensler who runs the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC that oversize, oversees all of our public companies and our capital markets. I now call it the Securities and Environment Commission because he has proposed That's a uh, mandate on climate reporting by all public companies. What? It's not legal, and it does not meet a materiality standard, which Thurgood Marshall outlined in the Supreme Court in the 60s as fundamental to the public process. So we're pushing back hard on it.
1: This is the new leftist move, congressman. They take ideas, politics, and they take a law that is clear, and they say, well, we're interpreting that law to also include this. Where in that that law is that language? Well, it's not explicit. Right, it's sort of like how they find the right to have an abortion, by the way. This is what the left constantly does, because remember, the left... Words don't have any meaning. They imbue every word with whatever meaning they want it to have. That's why my alma mater just had the events go on in the swimming competition that you're well aware of and everybody's well aware of.
4: Well, we have one conservative left on the SEC commission, so one appointee that's a Republican appointee left, Hester Peirce. She's an outstanding conservative Lawyer, an expert in capital markets and economics, her dissent in this rulemaking—it's only the the rulemaking is only 574 pages, so you could just post that on Facebook. <laughs> but the dissent—the dissent is about three pages or four pages, single spaced, and it's superb. It guts everything the liberal Gary Gensler, chairman of the SEC, did. And I do recommend it as reading for people concerned about this new intrusion into the capital market system. You know, if we want a climate policy, go to Congress, get the votes, get the American people, pass a law that says we have this or that. We can't use this uh, twisting existing statute through the regulatory process to do it.
1: Yeah, it's really an abuse. Final question, Robert. Congressman, I was on uh, Fayetteville television last night remotely talking about the redistricting, and I said that the last case that came out uh, uh, that was already ruled in favor of the redistricting was correct. Uh, And the interviewer was asking me about this new case. Uh, And I pointed out to the interviewer uh, that the claim by the ACLU and other lefties that, well, the new districts uh, prevent uh, the election of a minority. I said, well, under the old district, which according to the left was entirely fair. Of course, it was created by the left. It was created by the Democrats. You won. And you beat an African-American woman. I I know her. I know Joyce. She's a nice woman, but I would never vote for her. She's a lefty. So what are your thoughts on these constant lawsuits to undermine the Democratic process now that the Republicans are in charge? It's kind of funny that when the Democrats were in charge, no complaints. But when Republicans are in charge, there are a lot of complaints.
4: Yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is the first time Republicans have designed congressional districts in the state of Arkansas since the 1870s. No, that's not a, I didn't misspeak, 1870, during Reconstruction. So, I don't feel sorry for these nuts at all. I mean, look, it's a public process. It's been done over and over again, done precisely the same way it's been done by Democrats. We've had no law change in the process. And in the terms I've served and been privileged to represent Central Arkansas in the People's House, I've had two elections, uh, 2020 and 2016, when I ran against an African-American woman, popular, excellent candidate put up by the Democrats, and they lost. So, you know, let's move on, Uh, you know, uh, and I look forward to continuing my service in the House. So um, it's just politics, Robert. 50 state politics the democrats can't win at the ballot box so they're trying to win this
1: way that's exactly right
2: all right well congressman will let you g- get on with uh your life uh, there in washington dc anything that we should be paying attention to in the coming days
4: well we're going to be uh looking very hard at how we can get the help to the ukrainian people and get Uh, humanitarian help in there it's it's certainly the most critical issue uh, facing the world right now it has ramifications for us as we confront China around the world and as we try to get uh, the country and our economy back up and running because this is really fighting inflation last thing I'll say yesterday Byron Donald's and I Byron Donald's is a freshman member from Florida we introduced what I call the price stability Act we believe that we're getting into, as Dave and I have talked about, a 1970s-style inflation. That's a thief. It punishes our working people. It hurts our families. It creates chaos in business. And the Price Stability Act would have the Federal Reserve have one mandate, one mandate, and that's stable prices to end inflation and not be distracted by all these other liberal priorities.
2: Well, they're going to have to do like Volcker did with Reagan. They're going to have to go in, and they're going to have to raise uh, rates, as far as uh, money goes, and you got to raise it above inflation to make it work. Does it hurt? We had, Jay, yeah. now, we had
4: Jay, Jay Powell before the committee two weeks ago, and I said, Jay, do you know what the implied rate would be to beat inflation, according to John Taylor at Stanford University? He goes, uh, it'd be high. I said, does <laughs> 9.55% sound That right sounds about you? right. Oh, and you know it's shocking. We don't. None of us want this, but this is a problem of our own making. Yes, it is. By spending too much money and by printing too much money, all in the name of "quote unquote" fighting the pandemic and, and beyond. So we got a lot of work ahead of us, and we're going to be in the fight.
2: All right, appreciate it, Congressman. You have a great weekend, and all the go, best. go, yeah. hogs, baby, go, hogs. <laughs> all right, back with you uh, next week on Wednesday. Congressman Hill be back with his Congressman Westerman as well and uh, from time to time we'll hear from Senator Cotton and from Senator Bozeman heard from Senator Bozeman this week he made it very clear that he will not vote for uh, Judge Brown to be uh, the next Supreme Court justice and big announcement yesterday McConnell said I can't vote for her so uh, it looks like the Republicans are lining up to to uh, cast dissenting votes Does that mean that it'd be 51, uh, you know, Democrats? I don't know. I think there's some Democrats that are concerned with that the woman can't even figure out if she's a woman or not. All right. Robert, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank you. God bless. And thank you, Chris, for coming in. We'll see you guys again next Friday. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll see you Monday morning, 6 a.m. And again, go hogs.